Got Your Back Chat, a podcast where we talk about whatever we want as young people. Today we're joined by me, Scarlett, Tosh and Ruby. How is everyone today? I'm very good. I'm well, thank you very much. Great. So, (laughs) today we're talking about understanding boundaries and healthy relationships. We've covered this theme throughout February, so make sure you subscribe and follow us on socials at DYB Hull or search Got Your Back Hull on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Spotify. So, just generally... What's your understanding of boundaries? <laughs> I think boundaries are... <sighs> it's just sort of like ground rules, I guess, that yeah. you sort of yeah. you lay down with any sort of relationship, whether it's like family or friends or like, I don't know, co-workers. <laughs> kind of <laughs> just <laughs> like just laying down some sort of rules of like, okay, you can do this, but I'd rather you didn't do this and stuff like that it's kind of like the extent you can push people to really without it getting yeah. like out of hand like sort of certain jokes that people don't want making about them and stuff like that like just laying down basic yeah. basic yeah. ground rules yeah. yeah it's just like basic rules that like make sure that everyone involved is comfortable i think is probably the best way to define it like mm-hmm. it just ensures that every party involved comfortable in the situation that they're in I so ag- true Scarlett. Yeah. i agree well done well <laughs> said you. thank you so much oh, my sinuses. Um, so <laughs> in particular is there any like no like named boundaries that you've set with people or that people have set with you or that you've said like ones that have or just ones that pretty much everyone has because i think there's some pretty general boundaries that just generally people have when they're yeah. Making relationships like the law. <laughs> well, yeah, the law is a good one. I think one thing is there are sort of things where you expect like, oh, they'll just know that, and then they don't, and it's like now you sort of have to make that a spoken boundary, and it can be kind of awkward being like, hey, I'd rather you didn't do this thing that I feel like is sort of a given that you don't do. But yeah, yeah. like like, like what Ruby? Come on, give an example. <laughs> I don't. Like, sort of with friends in the past, like, they would just sort of make certain, like, comments yeah. about yeah. me or, like, the way I looked or whatever. And it's just like, don't do not do that. Like, yeah. I feel like that's sort of a given, but they, I don't know whether they didn't understand or they just, like, didn't care. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's why communication is so important. Yeah. Though. Like, because I think it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, obviously they should be able to tell that I'm not comfortable with that. But some people don't really get the messages as much. And it's not a flaw with them. It's just the thing that's like, it's sometimes it's actually not as clear as we think it is. So I think communication is like the most important thing in any relationship you have with literally anyone. Yeah. Because without it, like no one's going to know what you're comfortable with. And no one's going to know if you're unhappy in a situation because you have to tell them these things. Agree. Yeah. So, and I think it's like, it's... I don't think there's a certain time that you would set boundaries with someone either. I think mm. you. I think it's always. I think like from well, a it depends on the relationship and the person you're talking with, but I think that you should set boundaries as soon as you can. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like a prevent. It's like a preventative measure. It's like don't tell them mm. after they've done it. Because then yeah. that'll make them feel bad and that'll make you feel bad. Yeah. Like, it's like, a, they should be a preventative thing. And I understand it can sort of feel awkward sometimes. Like, 
you know, especially if you're saying stuff that you feel like should just be common knowledge, if you're sort of saying like, hey, I'd rather like just before they've done any of it, saying I'd rather you didn't do this and this and this. I feel like some people can feel like that's sort of awkward to say, but I feel like it is necessary. Yeah. And if they really want to be like your friend or close to you in whatever way, then yeah. they're just sort of going to have to deal with a bit of an awkward chat. I feel like there's stuff like that that's just like blamed on leftist propaganda. Because <laughs> there's like... I don't know, just like, <laughs> I don't know, just like, when people are like, why would you use trigger warnings and stuff like that? Yeah. And it's like, God, these leftist propaganda, like, yeah. that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I think some people probably would find it a bit patronising if you were like, hey, I'd rather you didn't do this, and like, yeah, obviously I'm not going to do that. But I also think if someone reacts like that then you probably don't want them to be close to yeah. you in your life anyways. Like, if someone takes you expressing something you're comfortable or not comfortable with, if you're placing your boundaries with someone and then they're like, yeah, okay, but, like, whatever, then... Or yeah, they, like, are offended. Get offended yeah. yeah, then just drop them, girl. Well, you don't <laughs> often boundaries can come from, like, past experiences and, like, things that they will find triggering if you say certain things. So if you're sort of dismissive of that then that can be quite sort of damaging so if someone says to you like at the beginning of a relationship whether that's like a friendship or like romantic or whatever if they say hey could you sort of not say these certain things or not do these certain things then try not to be like very dismissive and be like oh well I wasn't planning on doing that anyway whatever because you might have just like done it as a joke at some point in the future and then really hurt that person yeah my two cents. Mm. Yeah, that is beautiful. Well, well Thank said. You. Well said. <laughs> so, guys. Slay. <laughs> I do my sassy walk. <laughs> Call back. So, obviously, guys, we know that an unhealthy relationship is one that doesn't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because boundaries. A pretty good thing to have. I don't yeah. know where I'm going with this. Boundaries are great. Boundaries are a great thing to have. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, what does a healthy or an unhealthy relationship look to you? Uh, I think it does all just link back to communication. Um, a healthy relationship, you sort of communicate. Because, I mean, in any relationship, then there's going to be sort of problems and struggles. You're not just going to go through an entire, like, lifetime or whatever with someone without any complaints about anything that they do that's unrealistic but you need to sort of say like look when you do this then it upsets me or whatever so I do think communication is just important to create that healthy relationship because if you don't communicate then you're gonna they'll keep doing it someone's gonna cross your boundaries (laughs) Yeah. And all the like key things like honesty and trust that like everyone Honesty talks is about. always the best policy. Exactly. So true and all Josh. of that links back to communication as well because you can't be yeah. honest with someone if you're not talking to them, obviously that's true. like and you can't trust someone with something you've told them if mm. you don't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I think communication is just the big one because mm. every single sort of healthy thing that you can have in a relationship always just links back to communication and making sure you express your needs and wants and the other person or the other people express their needs and wants and then 
Or just a fun little time. Yeah. In a relationship. You've got healthy stuff. <laughs> and you've got unhealthy stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or red and green flags, one could say. Ooh, that's mm. an interesting mm. analogy. That is. And I've had that one come up with that. Are we yeah. talking about our red and green flags? Because that's so quite fun. How can you yeah. identify red and green flags in a person or in a relationship? Um. Instant red flag. Yeah, is I think there's certainly some things to look out from first meetings. Like there are just. And I think things that, people, things that people think are normal are often the biggest red flags, like when they do something so casually and it's mm. like, hmm. Or when they listen to Green Day. Um, <laughs> when they listen to Radiohead. <laughs> but um, no, I think certainly like, especially in first meetings of someone, I feel like you can tell a lot about them just looking at how they sort of talk about certain subjects. Whether they only talk about themselves. <laughs> and I think there are also some more sort of, like, I guess, like on TikTok and stuff, it's a big thing to say, like, red flag or green flag. If he doesn't like dogs, that's a red flag. But it definitely goes deeper than that yeah. as well. Like, there are some actually, like, dangerous signs. And I think it's important to see red flags before they develop more. Oh, do you don't want to develop a relationship with someone who has yeah. many red flags? Like, yeah. you need to realise yeah. soon and then get out of there. Because one thing is... if I like, think we need to start getting onto two examples, Ruby. Like, <laughs> like, like if Sorry, a relationship... Sure Bojack Horseman reference. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the rose-tinted glasses. When you wear rose-tinted glasses, the red, All the flag red flags just, just look, look like, like flags. <laughs> so true, owl lady that Bojack dated. True. So, does anyone have any examples of red flags? When they steal your pepperami. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so you guys, that's, that's a bit of an I've insight. Got, I've got a good one and I just did it to you, so mm-hmm. sorry. Like, when someone, when you're, like, I think this, when someone speaks over you, yeah. but, like, obviously yeah. not in an accidental way, because everyone speaks over someone in certain ways. Yeah. But, like, when someone constantly speaks over yeah. you, I think that is it a kinda, big it red flag. It kind of, it just shows, like... The, their privilege that yeah. they think they have and that they, they just think like they can just... don't care about what you have to say yeah exactly I think jokes are a major red flag Look, not like jokes in general just being funny looking at what jokes someone yeah. makes yeah. you can tell so much about whether that's like a green flag or a red and flag and whether they play it off um, as dark humour or not yeah, yeah saying think... the phrase dark humour is a red flag <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot of dark humour jokes you could, like obviously there are some that's like oh that's a bit controversial and funny and whatever yeah but certain things are just like you need to watch out and if they're making jokes about certain subjects you need to yeah. stay away and i think also if they're making like you can make like dark jokes about your own experiences like if you've mm-hmm. been through something you can then make jokes about that mm-hmm. but if somebody else makes jokes about the things that you've been through and they know that like that's not something you're comfortable with yeah. that is a bad one and then if they say oh well you make jokes about it why can't i no yeah yeah because i th- I feel like it's shown a lot in like um was it the sarah everard case when like the police officer that had killed her was like sort of infamously like known around like amongst the police station and he was like making jokes in like whatsapp groups and stuff and that was, there was sort of resurfaced. some stuff recently about yeah like resurfaced about um yeah about like the sort of jokes that 
police officers make yeah. like, and there's always that like disgusting um, text yeah. chat with yeah. Like, yeah and i think that just it shows a lot about often sort of like banter and jokes like that that's stuff that you can't relate to at all and you're making jokes about doing certain things to other people that can often sort of manifest in a really dangerous way yeah. and come to create quite a dangerous person i think generally a red flag as well if, if someone is controlling yeah and like doesn't let you do things that you want to do and mm. stuff like that that's instantly a red flag yeah thing. and i think yeah. it often a lot of the time with red flags it starts off as something so small you know maybe they say yeah. oh that top is cut a bit low don't you think and then it comes to like blocking your friends and like yeah. you know like it sort of it manifests in a very like it starts off like this really small thing just a few small comments and then it builds its way up until it's you're in actually quite a dangerous situation yeah. so i think you need to spot those signs when they're like new and either say something like i'll wear whatever shirt i want to wear or just get out there yeah. you know yeah. before it becomes dangerous for and you. i think Precisely. telling people as well like if you're dating someone and he's like and you're like oh i'm just going out with some friends and he's like uh like rather you didn't do that why did you spend like why didn't you like you know what i mean like that sort yeah. of situation like the controlling situations i think also getting like a third party to sort of gauge it as well and be like oh he said this to me like what do you yeah. think about yeah. that and then they'll will be able to reflect because obviously if you've been dating someone even if it's like not for that long there's some sort of there's like feelings there and yeah, it's you hard don't, you don't want to see yeah. yeah and it's like hard to gauge someone if they're being like toxic because you like are so emotionally involved with them so i think get a third party and then also if that third party says yeah like that is a bit that's a bit weird like you probably shouldn't have said that then it's good because then they can watch out for you as well mm. and then you can come to them if it does develop or even if it doesn't develop and they just keep saying weird freakish things then yeah. you know you've got someone looking out for you and you know you have someone who like knows about what they're saying yeah yeah and i think that's why abusers so often sort of shut you off from your friends and your family they'll sort of try and turn you against like um friends and family and they'll sort of distance you from them and it means you can no longer get that third party opinion and you only have them to look to for advice. And then obviously they'll say what I do is fine and yeah. you just have to believe them. Yeah. Any green flags, guys? Come on, let's lighten up. Green flags. When he likes dogs. Oh my God. <laughs> no, that's actually when he's a cat person and not a dog person. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that. No. I just think like liking pets in general yeah is a green flag yeah but what if they're allergic to pets though yeah we can still like something it's inexcusable yeah. it's just the opposite of yeah that. like we said like Good instead of talking over you yeah listening to you you know yeah. instead of judging you and being controlling letting you have your own life outside of the relationship and also telling you when they f- uh, when they feel you're wrong as well yeah yeah That's and cool. i think just communicating constantly mm-hmm. it's yeah. just so important to just like when you're happy with someone when you're mad with someone then just let them know like, and then that's a good thing yeah being comfortable to share your own opinions yeah yeah and i think as well just when you feel comfortable around them and when you feel happy around them like you can't sort of like force a relationship or a friendship or whatever with someone that you maybe just don't get along with so yeah. I think it is just important, like even if they're the biggest green flag in the world, if you don't like them, then that's fine. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Truth. Uh, very much. Speak it. So, Scott, what green flags do from you the... have? Green flags you have? Well. Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, Tosh, what um, red flags do you have? Go on, Scott. What green flags do you have? What green flags do I have? You're very kind and considerate. Oh, wow, I don't think you're so much. Um, Come on, keep yeah. it going, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> okay. You read, and you're not like other girls. Oh my god, true. Anyways, <laughs> Tosh's red flags. Um, allergic to cats. Yeah. Okay, not badly flag. though, so I can still be around them. Mm-hmm. Just sure, allergic. Sure. I mean, I can. Sure. Like and dogs. Also, I think when and I horses. think whether my pets <laughs> like someone, <laughs> I think whether my pets like someone or not um, relies no, a lot on. Rainbow, Rainbow likes you. Rainbow doesn't like Tosh. You are so such I don't a liar, like Ruby, because you literally are lying right now. Why? Because <laughs> you literally can't even tell whether she likes me or not. I can. No, she doesn't can't. like you. No, she actually does like me. Because that one time I came to your house, yeah, she, does she like, like sat you. in my house. What do you mean? She, she loves Lottie as well. She does she like She loves Lottie. Because Lottie's you know always what? at your house. She shows off in front of everyone else. Because this one time, it was only me at Ruby's house. Mm. And you went upstairs to get changed. And Rainbow sat in my lap and was like letting me like stroke it for like so long. Yeah. And then as soon as you came downstairs, she jumped out. Like, yeah, that's literally like, she did that so with me. She did that with me. You know when we had that um, pool party, she let me. Yeah. She like sat in my lap and she let me stroke her. So. No, I do remember that actually. Um, Why is Rainbow like showing some red flags right now? <laughs> actually, like, she true. acts different around. Like, no, Rainbow is a yeah. walking like, red flag actually. Yikes. <laughs> so. This, you don't have to say because it's a bit of a tricky one, but do any of you have any experiences of unhealthy relationships you can bring to the table? Okay, so once I was in, I was in primary school, right? Yeah. And there was this girl called Tiffany, right? <laughs> and I used to bring a pepper on me every day to school. Um, and I was getting a bit suspicious because I would always give this girl half my pepper on me. And then it depended like... Um, like and I did this experiment so one time. <laughs> I did this experiment one time where I like I gave her the pepperami at the start of lunch instead of at the end, and she left straight after. But then I gave her pepperami at the end of lunch another day, and then she stayed with me all lunch. Like, don't you think that's kind <laughs> that of? That is toxic? a crazy <laughs> story, Tosh. That is so crazy. That is like and if I would have, if you would have communicated and said, "I'm more than just a pepperami." <laughs> And you have to love me despite, no, wrong word, and my pepperoni. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not just the pepperoni. No, despite would work. You have to love me despite the pepperoni. No, but then that's like, she doesn't like the pepperoni. I've had a, I've had an unfriendship, unha- unfriendship. <laughs> I've had an unhealthy friendship, let me. Yeah. Oh my God, do you know what one unhealthy friendship was? So there was this guy right here. <laughs> So did it involve a pepperoni? <laughs> no, did it right. involve a scrap in front of the whole school? <laughs> no, but that I is think you should tell that story. Okay, right. I'll tell that story. So I used to have a friend. Uh, we'll call what? her... No, I think you should call her by her name. No, I'm, call not, her 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 I'm not calling her out. We'll call her... What a lovely girl. Wait, what Loved her. Called? I used to have this friend. Yeah. She was called Petunia. It's not her real name. But it could be. You never know. You actually um, are both wrong in this situation, I remember now. 
Yeah. Both could have, you both could have solved your problems. Yeah, that's sorry. true. Sorry. So she was very toxic to me. Um, she was not very nice. She used to just hit people in the arm <laughs> and be like, lol. And she was a pretty strong gal. Like, that was painful. And then I was like, girl, what are you doing right now? So then we weren't friends anymore. And then, and then I caught... I called her a rat <laughs> in a group in a chat. chat that one of her friends... Was this year nine or year eight? This is year eight. That one of her friends was in and then she found out and then she came up to me um, at lunch and just like punched me in the face and then there was like a little scrap but it wasn't a proper scrap because it was more just me being hit. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> and anyways, so that was a very unhealthy relationship because yeah, she was just you going to the detail to of the scrap though? Well, the detail of the scrap was she came up behind me, grabbed my hair, and then punched me in the face. Yeah, and then what I pulled... What did she say to you? I don't remember. I pulled her off. No, she was like, what you've been saying to your ratty friends. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, I called you a rat because I don't like you, you don't like me, this is an agreement we have, like, I don't understand why this has got to be a thing. And then she just hit me. Yeah, and then I pulled her off, and then Ben pulled you off, and yeah. it was a whole thing. It was so fun. Yeah. And then you told Mr. Rotter and it was just the best time of my life. True. But that was a very unhealthy relationship because she was just mean to me and she used to say things like, I think she, yeah, she just was not a very nice but gal. you could have expressed your dislikeness to her face <laughs> instead of... Are you joking me? <laughs> that would have been even more hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the girl that stole your pepperoni, she was quite mean to you as well, wasn't she, just in general? Mm, no, she was actually she, alright. She was quite nice. She was mean to mm, you. Honestly, like, I was in the wrong at the time, I think. It was just like, <laughs> it was a whole ordeal, and I just like, I had to just recognise that it was primary school, and that's just the way things are. And I think another thing that was very unhealthy that I think is a very key thing with my wonderful friend Petunia <laughs> was that I used to always, like, help her. Like, she used to always message me, be like, Scarlett, I'm really sad right now. Can we, like, talk about this? And then I would always agree, and I'd always be really nice. And then the second I would message her and be like, hey, girl, a bit sad right now, can we? And she'd be like, no, sorry, busy. So I think that is a big red flag think- when someone... It's a really good thing that your friends feel comfortable relying on you for mental support, but it's not always good for both people. Yeah. Like it's not it's not fair to to just rely on your like one yeah, friend I think for mental support. Yeah, to rely support. on them is actually like really dangerous because yeah. then you're basically putting like your entire mental well-being in the hands of someone who and is not a trained not, therapist. Not not just yeah. that as well. I think it puts a lot of stress on the person you're telling it to. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like there's a big big difference between like talking to someone occasionally and being like hey i'm kind of sad and then saying oh i'm you know i'm here for you i love you and then just constantly like saying talk to me now i need you here right now talk to me yeah Yeah, like that puts so much stress on the other person and often it can actually like mess up their like mental well-being mm-hmm. like because yeah. sometimes like i've been in a really good place and then someone has just like completely relied on me to always be there for them and listen to their stuff 
and then that's put me in a really bad place mentally because I've just like been like weighed down by and what especially they're telling if they're like your one of your good friends it's difficult to tell them that, they, yeah. that you just yeah. need a break from their problems yeah and it depends on the like obviously if someone's just like sad and then they're like oh yeah like this is and then you can give them support for that but a lot of the time when they're genuinely struggling with something like that's a big issue and then they put yeah. like a lot of like a lot of like heavy heavy stuff stuff on you like that is awful and i think obviously if you know that you can handle it and you can just express them you could be like listen this obviously i'm not trained in this but this is the advice i can give you and if you can handle that to a certain extent obviously that's good and you want to be there for them but also it's the same it's just boundaries it's just all it's just these boundaries of just being able to say that i physically cannot deal with this and i don't think it's healthy for you if you are like my friendships at the moment where of course, I'll be there with for the people that I like. I love and yeah. they can always rely on me. But I try, if they're ever expressing that, then I try and limit it to as like as close to conversation as possible. Mm-hmm. Which is, I feel like that's no, not always the best route to go. But if you're, especially if you're not feeling like you can deal with that, but you don't want to be horrible, you just yeah. you you can you should tell them that. And I think as well, obviously, if you are struggling, then that's completely valid and that's fine. And you should be able to, like, tell your friends, like, hey, I'm in a bit of a bad place at the moment. But try not to put so much heavy stuff on them, because if you are really going through something serious, there will be sort of more professional people you can talk to, whether that be, like, at your school or if you, like, maybe mention it to your parents and they can look at getting you in touch with, like, a therapist or something, you know, like, if you really do find yourself struggling, try not to put that solely on your friends who aren't licensed in any way to yeah. give professional help. Yep. Yep. Agree. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up from me. So... Do you have a little conclusion? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to someone if they think they might be in an unhealthy relationship or they're not too sure or they're not really sure what to look out for in the relationships that they have? I think what you said earlier about getting a third party yeah. to always check if you're in an unhealthy relationship is so important, I think. Yeah, and I think just... I, literally, I feel like we've said the word communication like a hundred <laughs> times, but I think just saying to someone, like, I feel like some of the things you're doing I'm not that comfortable with and this isn't the healthiest situation and then gauging the way that they react to that yeah because if yeah. it's someone you want to associate with they'll be like oh like I'm really sorry do you want to talk about it like I can stop doing certain things or we can work through this or if they're like no everything I'm doing fine you're, you're wrong yeah you're literally imagining it then yeah. you know that you don't want to associate with no. them I think one thing that can be really like dangerous in a friend group is like or just like in any sort of relationship I guess is like not ever having an argument with them because you've never said like how you feel because I like in my friend group which lasted about five years then we had one argument and then suddenly I was like kicked out and it's like if I would have known five years ago that that's how they would react to an argument I probably wouldn't have stuck around for five years um so I think it is important to sort of communicate and even have a little argument from very early on because then you can see how someone reacts to being challenged. Yeah. And if they don't react in a good way, then get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. A... We've never had an argument. Um, no. Yeah, we have. 
when I was annoyed at you that one time. When were you annoyed at me? When we were at Scarlett's house. Oh, that, that was not an argument. And I was really that was not an argument. You <laughs> were just being, downstairs. you were being. I was being moody. Yeah, you um, were. But we, we solved it through communication. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we haven't had an argument. Cause we're good at communicating. Yeah. yeah. No, you two had a little, didn't you? When? when? But before I was in the friend group, I thought you no. did. You've never had a proper argument. Because anytime you do anything that I don't like, I go, no. No. That's to stop. No. I thought you had like a. S- never mind. I don't think so. I think I'm making yeah. things up. I think you are. Why are you trying to set the pot right now? <laughs> I've never been mad at Scarlet because Scarlet is perfect True. and can do no wrong. True. No, so I, f- I feel like I want to know. I- what do you trying think? To think? That we yeah, what do you think? I don't know. And where have you heard this? I don't know. I just. Who's been spreading these lies? Um, That's it from us this month. Yay. If you enjoyed, thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on our socials at GYB Home. <laughs> Remember all of these episodes on YouTube and Spotify. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Got Your Back Chat is a podcast made by Got Your Back, a media made by young people for young people. Got Your Back Chat is managed by Eskimo Soup for the Got Your Back campaign. Alice O'Dwyer is our campaign lead. Jenny Harrison is our producer. Keely Graham is our designer. And Peyton Hutchinson made the jingle. You can follow Got Your Back on social media by searching at GYB Hull. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to hear more in the future.